Well, hello there, and welcome to another Weekend Update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. So I guess my big question is, I asked you, because I'm sitting here looking at, you know, I fire up my computer, and I see a Facebook thing on my phone, all Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter. I'm going, well, I know Jimmy Buffett died. Uh, you know, I know uh, Arlene Sorkin died. But uh, Jimmy Carter? Did Jimmy Carter die? Oh, he's such a great man. Everything, uh, first... I have 10 stories. Yeah, you sent me a a Bing page, and they took their banner and dedicated it to Jimmy Carter like he'd already passed. Like it's a eulogy, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going like, okay, you could say, you know, he's a humanitarian, good guy. He loves loves his wife or loved his wife. But best I can tell, he's not dead. But you would (laughs) think he's dead. And I'm sitting there going, Mm. are we, are they, did they... Did they misfire with the diversion? You know, I don't know, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me. There's a lot going on that uh, it it makes you shake your head. Uh, I don't know whether you heard this or not. Uh, This is a slight diversion, and you're not hearing this being talked about too much, but um, apparently Trump had, uh, uh, had a victory yesterday of sorts, uh, the Trump, uh, the, uh, the judge. The no, the, the Trump had a. Uh, 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 there was a judge down in Florida yeah. who dismissed the case against him. Brought they tried to get his name removed from the Florida election ballot in twenty twenty four. Said forget about it. Yeah, and the judge said no, no. Take your uh, take your little complaint and go somewhere else. But you know, lawyers. Some lawyers have more time than brains. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised that uh, this this lawyer, because I mean, he he does it himself, folks. You know, it's not like he has to hire a lawyer to do it. So you you got to wonder whether he's going to keep hitting his head against that wall. But uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. But you know, the, what you said is true. We're being set up, Bill. We're being set yeah. up for something. Yeah, big story. I mean, I mean, everybody goes. Well, look, I I read something yesterday that uh, the DOJ is. Is they're, they're trying to give Hunter a pass? Unbelievable uh, on on stuff, and I'm like going, yeah, yeah. And it's not a rig system; it's not fixed. But you know, they're trying to give him a pass. They're trying to make Joe this big, you know, grandioso guy. Yeah. All in the meanwhile, I think he's hired somewhere over a hundred attorneys to um, to uh, help him on his impeachment. And I'm going, what? And he's hired a war room now. Well, you know. For his election. With regard to the impeachment, before you you move on, uh, this is interesting. Kevin McCarthy, this guy, I think he's a squish, meaning he has no backbone. Because he he would come out and say, we're going to have an impeachment hearing or an impeachment probe. And it's like, Kevin, forget that stuff. We've already had that. We've had the committees. We know what we have against this guy. Why don't you bring it to a vote? And... Last week he was saying, "Well, yes, as soon as we get back uh, in session, uh, we will uh, we'll have a no, hearing without without a, he was going to do it without a floor vote, right? But yeah. then yesterday he flip flopped and said, "Well, as soon as we get back, we'll have a floor vote on whether or not we should have a hearing." I think he's afraid. He, he, this I guy's think he's a, afraid. I think you're right. I think you're I absolutely think- right. I think that, that we've got enough to get the guy, but he's afraid. And the only way that he would he would 
he would follow like a house of do- uh, dominoes, you know, coming yeah. down. Yeah. If if somebody else got something like let's say the investigation uh, that is going into all the banking records and everything, you know, uh, shed shed some light. And I mean, it, it, it that is there. James I'm, Comer comes out every single day almost and says, "We got him. We have got him." There's more than enough evidence to impeach this guy. Comer is the committee head who's been doing all the real uh, groundwork, all of the investigations so far. He knows we got it. The 5,400 emails that they won't give him from the National Archives. uh, He knows all about that stuff. You would think McCarthy would sit down and say, oh, hey, this is a no-brainer. This is absolutely a no-brainer. But, you know, McCarthy is a politician, Above and beyond any, anything else, he's well, a speaker. He's all this stuff, but he's also he's a politician. And the Democrats are stall, stall, stall because you know what? If they can stall it till the election, guess yep. what's going to happen? It's not going to be the public going out and voting. It is going to be the machine uh, or the mechanism they got in place to go out. And, and I'm not going to say steal, but there you're, is you're not there, allowed to say that. There's one theory out there, Bill that uh, may have some substance to it. And one of the theories is that Joe is going to, quote, be removed from the scene because he's going to have some kind of a health issue. Right. And he's going to and then we step got down. Yeah, then we but, got Kamala. But see, this, is, this, is, this would be Joe's way of um, getting out of the line of fire, you know, the impeachment fire. And maybe— and maybe get, you know, if he gets Carmela in uh, the presidency, you know what she can do? She can pardon, pardon him. She can pardon him. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's it's all done. Nobody gets to see squat, and it goes yeah. on. It's, and that's what I'm thinking. You know, a, a picture, you're out there, and they're going, you know, there's a sea urchin out there, and it's as big as a tugboat. Mm-hmm. And here's... Here's McCartney out there, you know, with his little fishing pole on a rowboat. He goes, I got it, I got it, I got it. What if that sea urchin that he's got is the baby to a bigger monster? And so so that's what he's... You think Kevin McCarthy is afraid of the information he doesn't have? The stuff that he doesn't have? You know, the other thing I'm thinking, and I hate to sound uh, like, like a writer, although I do write, is he may have been threatened. And a lot of these guys just have no backbone. And well, uh, yeah, there, there's a bigger mother mother fish that lies be, be beneath the surface. Joe Biden is the big catch that we're looking at, you know. And but there's a bigger fish out there. And Trump was just chum bait for this, you know, to throw up the public to distract. And Trump didn't do anything. Well, but the interesting thing about that. Trump is they, they just thought he wasn't going to win. They were sure if anybody was going to go up against Hillary, it would the perfect guy would be Trump, an outsider, a non-politician, never, never had yeah. any experience in politics. He would lose big time. Yeah, and, they were going to chew him up and yep. spit him out, and uh, it didn't work. Trump was bigger than that. But then again, I got to play the devil's advocate. Trump's good and Trump's big, but how big and good is Trump? Or is that mother, you know, monster fish that out there? That sea urchin out there that you can't see? 
that you yeah. can't see. It's the big one out there. How big well, and deep is it? How much of that ocean does it suck up? I, I was just reading a story this morning. Uh, why would the IRS need armored vehicles, flashbang grenades loaded with tear gas, and forty caliber submachine guns? This is the Internal Revenue Service. Why would they need all of those things? You know, for decades, all they needed was a calculator and a pen. Well, because a calculator and a pen can tell you what you need to pay them out of your bank account. But it's a long-known long secret about, you know, for years, anybody with money, they know the, you know, how you know, the banking system works. It, it's, it's very fragile. So a lot of wealth they have right there in their premises. They, they have mm -hmm. things of value there. If they're going to come in, it's an armed robbery of not just what's in your bank account, but assets that you have there on your person. Well, I, I just don't know why the IRS needs guns. I don't, I mean, you know, it was one thing when they said they were going to hire 87,000 new agents and give them sidearms. That was questionable. Why do they need, need sidearms? What, what are they going to do? Audit you? And if you don't pay, they're going to hold you at gunpoint. I mean, I mean, that was bad enough when they talked about that. And there was a lot of discussion about that in the 2022 elections. But I understand they're still doing it. But now for them to get 40 caliber submachine guns, 40 yeah. caliber submachine guns and flashbang grenades and uh, gr grenades that hold tear gas. Uh, I, I don't know. They, there's something more going on that we're just not privy to. We're not aware of. Now, I was listening to a cut I'm going to play for you in a second. Tucker Carlson. It wasn't one of his interviews. It was just like an off-the-cuff uh, commentary he was doing. Uh, and, he, and in the commentary, he talked about the fact that he was convinced that uh, we would be going to war with Russia. And he said they want it. Uh, they want to anyway, he said, meaning the, the deep state. Uh, he predicts a massive recession and World War III with Russia before the 2024 elections. Listen. You know, here's, here's my view of it. Um, I think the lies are, are, are unsustainable. Lying is always unsustainable. You're always found out in the end, whether in your lifetime or posthumously. But, you're, you know, lies are always revealed by their nature. And these lies are so big and so obvious and so stupid that it's going to be very clear to the majority of voters before the election that the Biden administration has no idea what it's doing, that Joe Biden is not running the government, and that it's not working at all. And I think by that point, we're going to have a real economic contraction. I think we're going to be in the, in the teeth of a very tough recession, and that makes everything much more intense. And so if your goal is to maintain power, and if you think once you relinquish power, the problem with everything becoming the problem with criminalizing politics is the people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them. So once you start indicting your political opponents, you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you if they win. Right. Right. And so they can't lose. They will do anything to win. So how do they do that? They're not going to do COVID again. I know everyone on the right is afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandate. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. If they've already been exposed, that won't work. There's going to be. No. What are they going to do? They're going to go to war with Russia. That's what they're going to do. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. And really? On the, of, yes, of course. They want it anyway. Um, I don't think we'll win it, 
but that's a separate analysis. But I think it's a political matter. They need to declare war footing in order to assume war powers in order to win. I believe that. And I think the evidence suggests that's true. So if you're worried about our politics getting like even more vicious than it already is and people being hurt in our politics, which is entirely possible, you should be worried about the prospect of an open war. We're already at war with Russia, of course. We're, we're funding their enemies. So we're fighting Russia. But I mean, an open battle with Russia where we say we're at war with Russia. I think that could easily happen. Uh, you know, I think we could Tonkin engulf our way into it where all of a sudden missiles land in Poland. The Russians did it. Our NATO allies been attacked. We're going to war. I could see that happening very easily. So if you're worried about that, you need to put as much pressure as you possibly can on the Republican held Senate to force a peace, which can be done. The United States could force a peace in Ukraine tonight. We're funding one side. There is no Ukrainian army outside of NATO. If NATO withdrew its support for Ukraine, Ukraine would crumble in a day. So we are the only power in the world that can bring both sides to the table to force a peace, which will be unsatisfactory as all forced pieces are. Like each side will give more than it wants, but that's the only option. Otherwise, we I would bet my house on it. We are going to war with Russia. And of course, the stakes are, are everything, our life on the planet. I mean, these are the two biggest nuclear arsenals in the world facing off against each other so like this is insane they're insane these are people who think men can become women who believe that face masks save you from covid i mean these are not rational people would they go to war with russia of course they would again they want to anyway and i don't know why republicans don't get this at all but they don't seem to get it and meanwhile republican leaders and mitch mcconnell's senile too so i don't even blame him but all the stupid Republican senators and McCarthy in the House. I mean, it's pathetic. Um, these people are all on board with the war against Russia. Why? Well, I think it may even be scarier because you say they believe masks work or they believe men can become women and so on and so forth. I don't know that they believe that. I think well, that's, it, it may be right. worse. I think, I think they can say or do anything to hang on to power. Their, their view of Russia is very, uh, and I can say this as someone who was, you know, against the Soviets when it mattered, um, when they existed, uh, but I'm maybe the only person in the United States who doesn't really have very strong feelings about Russia. I don't, I don't, I'm not that interested in Russia. I don't see it as our enemy or ally. I just don't have strong emotions about Russia. So I look at this and I see true hysteria like they've convinced themselves that our global enemy is russia and i really think they mean that and i certainly the republicans mean it you know the nikki haley mike pence you know the low iq wing of the republican party which is most of the republican party is low iq at the leadership level they all think that and they mean it and like someone needs to slap them awake you're leading this country to its destruction. We've already lost control of the world. The American empire is in free fall right now. And we're going to lose the U.S. dollar. And when that happens, we're going to have real poverty here, like Great Depression level poverty. And it comes from this war. And I don't understand why no one else can see this. But it's super obvious once you leave. The, go Spend a week in Europe and talk to smart people on both sides. Like, it doesn't matter what their politics are. And ask them, like, what, what effect do you think the war in Ukraine has had on American leadership in Europe? <laughs> Dude, and by the way, Western Europe is our only reliable ally in the world. We only have one real ally. 
um, and that's Western Europe. And Western Europe is being destroyed by this. The German economy was crushed when the Biden administration blew up Nord Stream. I know nobody cares, but if you think like long term about this, they're really kicking the legs out from under this country in a way that is not possible to repair, at least in the short term. Tucker Carlson, I think what he's saying is absolutely true. It's a scary thought, but these people who are running our government, and it's not Joe Biden. It is not Joe Biden. I think Obama has a lot to do with it. But these people think that the only way to hide their criminal activity is to put us in a war footing. A war footing, meaning go to war with Russia. I mean, it's, it, it didn't work with the Ukraine because we're involved financially, but we're not involved as far as the country goes militarily, at least right. officially. But I do think that they figure, well, in order for us to save our hide, because they know that if Trump wins in 2024, many of them will probably be going to jail. They probably will be going to jail. They won't be laughed out of Washington. They'll be shackled and they'll be off to the Huskow. Because Trump said it. He was asked a a couple of days ago. They said, uh, will you be putting some of these people in jail? And he said, well... Uh, well, yes, they've, they've, they've he, essentially what he well, said was, and I'm paraphrasing, he said they put themselves in the situation. The other side well, did this to themselves. The, you know, there's only so much you can take. And if you get to a point to where you can do something, somebody bullies you and punches you, you know, and, you know, it only takes one or two sucker punches and you're going, that's it, pal, yep. uh, you're done. But Trump's got to be in that position. Is he going to get in that position? How big is this this sea urchin monster that we're talking about? I do know, you know, you talk about war, and we've talked about it, you know, and and Russia and the Ukraine and Ukraine, you know, and and I think that's small potatoes. You got China. I even think they're small potatoes, but they're, you know, they did a new map. They came out with a new map that made Russia go, "What, what? Because... China is doing a land grab in a, on a map. They're they're claiming territory in NATO nations that they surround and and everything and and part of Russia too. They're just saying, no, that's 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 Chinese ter- territory. You people go to war. Nations go to war for colonization, and you know the land grabs. So I think war is looming out there. But I'm wondering, you know, we always say China's the big bad guy. Russia's the big bad guy. You know. Is there something bigger out there that could be the big bad guy, the big bad? Well, monster? I think that when you think about it, maybe it isn't Russia alone or China alone. But what did they do about four months ago? They formed an alliance. They formed a a, 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 what a was friendship. The alliance against what? What? What would? Whoa! Be against what NATO and the for- United States. Oh, wait a minute! NATO and the United States. Could we be a big bad monster? Could NATO be a big bad monster? Could could corruption be somewhere lurking underneath? Well, I mean, you're asking the the wrong. Per- you mean could could we be the villain in this uh, scenario as opposed to mm-hmm. NATO the good in guy? the United States? Could 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 uh, well, it's hard to say that. I mean, look, it, there's no getting around the fact that Russia attacked the Ukraine and that mil- uh, thousands of people have died. Well, right, unnecessarily. Now, they have a reason. They believe their reason is the Azov Battalion and the bio labs around the border, and they believe that they, ha- they were justified 
It would be like us going into Mexico to protect our border. <laughs> protect our border. I only yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. You, well, know. you know what, what? What a joke there. Yeah, yeah. You know that they believe that they had a right. Okay. Right. You know that, that's kind of like uh, you know the Biden administration on uh, all this chan- transgender uh, bickering going on. Well, you know, there's uh, you know there's a belief both ways. You know, and I'm sitting there going, I'm I'm looking at all these double standards on everything, hey. and then I go back to the election. You know, circle it around. Oh no, no, no! That's that 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 is etched in stone. Oh well, look at they just put another guy in jail, Bill. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, he is. Um, uh, let me see whether I got the story here. Uh, he's going away for ten years, but this young man uh, was defiant to the end when he was walking out of the courtroom in shackles. He raised his hand essentially, and uh, what did he say? He said. Um, Trump won and you know it, <laughs> like that song. He said, Trump won and you know it, and he told his wife, I'll be out in a year, meaning he's, he's convinced that uh, there'll be a, a new regime. But now, I'm not convinced that, uh, you know, a lot of people sit there and think there's going to be a new regime. I think I think we have to, It's it's got to burn to the ground before it. Well, I'm Bill, not saying- I, I, think, I think that there's some truth to what you're saying. I mean, we're, but I think we're on the, the edge right now. Right. I, I don't think, and I, I look at Trump and I think you, you got a handle on so much. You really do understand what's going on. But then I hear you say things like, well, the most important election is the one in 2024 and we're going to come back and make America great again. All of those things are, are nice in an honest world, but you and I both know that it is a corrupt world filled with the most dishonest people who stole the 2020 election, in my opinion. And I think my mm. opinion is I have as much of a right to believe that as you ha- you have maybe to not believe it. But in this society we live in right now, that's not good. No, no, no. You can't believe anything you want. You have to believe the narrative, the narrative that they want you to believe. And anyway, this yeah. guy got 10 years. The same judge, by the way, Bill, that guy Thomas Kelly who was an, a, a Timothy Kelly, who was a Trump appointee, but he has turned out to be a ruthless hanging judge, essentially. And, 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 and Trump, like we said before, he didn't know these people. They were recommended to him, and he thought, well, okay, they're recommended by people I trust. And he, and he took some bad advice, and he put some people into positions of power that he really shouldn't have, like this guy Timothy Kelly. At some point, you would think that some judge out there would have the brains and common sense to look at these situations and say, wait a second, wait a second, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely overkill. Uh, to the, these people have suffered enough. They spend over two years in prison waiting for trial and waiting for sentences. That should, in a, in a crappy prison, by the way, uh, that should be enough. Time served, uh, probation for a year or whatever, Go home to your families. But these guys, these fatheads, like this guy Timothy Kelly, fatheads who have the audacity to, to turn around to these young people, most of whom are veterans, some, some with medals on their chest, and give them 10 years, 17 years, 15 years. Come on. Where the hell, where, what the hell are you thinking about? 
Timothy Kelly. Do you go home at night and think you did a great job on the bench today? I mean, do you think that a guy who moved a barrier, and that's what one of the guys was charged with doing, he moved a barrier. You know, one of those movable barriers. He moved it, and they got it caught on camera, and that was enough to give this guy 17 years. I mean, come on. How about the how about the Capitol Police who hold, held the doors open and waved people in? Should they be charged? How about that fathead uh, Capitol lieutenant who shot Ashley Babbitt for no good reason, who just got a promotion last week? How oh. come? How come nothing happens to these people? There's no. That's what's wrong with our country right now. Jim. There's no balance. No, there's not. I could go kill a person in cold blood over a, a supposed drug deal. I don't do drugs, and I don't do drug deals. But just as an example, I could go shoot somebody in the head, you know, point blank, and say, yeah, I did it. I'm sorry. You know, it was drug-induced. And I might get 10 years, maybe 20 years. And with, you know, seven years, I'm out with time served, you know, yep. they're, they're good, good conduct. You can kill somebody. And and maybe get away with it. The law has been so distorted that it's ridiculous. We don't really have the law. We You're don't right. have law and order in this country anymore. You're right. You know, um, look at look at what's happened with these lunatics in Los Angeles. I don't know whether you heard this story. You know, for the longest time, the lunatic left, who's been promoting. Uh, you know, uh, gender changes and children and and mm. and pornography uh, books in your children's elementary school libraries and all these things that they've been promoting and saying they want this to be the new normal. You know, these same people who've been saying my town is a sanctuary city, Boston, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles. Well, now, you know, they're, they're being taken seriously by people like... Uh, uh, Governor Abbott in Texas, who's been shipping <laughs> shipping illegals from Texas to Los Angeles. Because, you know, after all, Los Angeles is a proud sanctuary city. It's supposed to be a welcoming sanctuary city. Well, Los Angeles has had it. Apparently, they're, uh, they're talking about uh, taking legal action against uh, the state of Texas and the governor of Texas uh, because he's, sent, he's only sent... He's less than 500 people to L.A., but that's literally too much for the uh, the people who are running Los Angeles. This is how they work, right. folks. They brag about being open and inclusive, and they and they talk about welcoming all of these illegals. Oh, those big bad Republicans want border protection. They want security on the border. Everybody should be allowed in. No restrictions. So. Governor Abbott says, okay, if that's how you feel, we're going to ship some up to you. And all of a sudden, they get some in their backyard, and they go, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. There's something wrong here. We don't want them. We don't want them here. You mean in Los Angeles? No, 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 no. This is, this is the way the left thinks. It's the way the left has been doing business for decades. And uh, this, is, this has got to stop. Or, or we're just going to die as a country because it's like cancer. Yeah. It's like cancer. It's, it's, it's invasive and it grows. And, and after a while, you just can't stop it. And uh, so I, I, I think I'd like to see Trump come back in 2024. 
I, I believe that he has the wherewithal. He knows how to control it. If he can't get in, then I will support uh, a, 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 a DeSantis or a Ramaswamy or, you know, uh, someone who has, has similar like-minded beliefs, although I, I don't understand Ramaswamy. Is, he's a smart guy. He's a great uh, persona. He really is appealing in so many ways. And then you read stories about the fact that George Soros' brother, Paul, supported his education, gave him a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be a very simple, kind, you know, benign thing. It could be something that he applied for a scholarship. He got the scholarship when he had no money. And because he had the grades, he got it. But there could be something more nefarious. I don't trust George Soros and his family. I I think these people have an agenda. Yeah, and it could be used against him. He could be blackmailed into something. But you know what? There's so many... You know, things like that out there, you you might get a scholarship and and you don't see anything wrong with it. And all of a sudden, one day you get into power because, you know, these guys are placing bets. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, they're putting money here, there and everywhere. Well, that bet just came in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and you come know, here, come here, you know, I'm the one that helped you get yeah. there. Remember, we gave you, you uh, we gave you that money. Well, we're calling in that marker, you know, um, that's right. So. You, you don't know, and, and I think that happened. Well, I don't think I know it happens a lot in politics, and so you wonder why the you know the cogs in the wheel, you know everything's slowing down. There you go, you know that's it's these people, evil people with money. Have you noticed that Robert Kennedy Jr., who who is attractive in so many ways, who is essentially going up against Biden, he's getting no publicity anywhere. Nobody is talking to him anywhere. It's like, it's like he doesn't exist. But he, believe it or not, he's a he's a resourceful guy, and he does he does look to uh, other outlets to uh, get his message out. One of them was uh, the Gateway Pundit, oh, which on is border thing. Yeah. yeah, he was talking with a reporter. I, I'm trying to see. I have I have her name here somewhere. She's a a very smart young lady, and uh, please stand by. Um, it's here somewhere. Of course, I'll find it when the show is over because, of course, that's what I do. <laughs> Derek uh, uh, Castronova? Yeah, Castronova, I believe her name is. Castronova, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he talked to her about the border, and here's what he had to say. I, I'm going to secure the border, and I'm going to do it by, um, by first of all, the, the physical barriers in the densely populated, populated area, the motion detectors, the video, and the towers, and the less populated, and we're going to close it down, and all of the law enforcement, local law enforcement, the ICE, the Border Patrol who we talked to, all said, yes, if we are given permission, we can close down these, these waves of immigrants. I worked with Cesar Chavez during the last 20 years of his life. My father was very, very close to him, his closest political ally. During the last 20 years, I worked on pesticide issues with him because he was concerned about exposures to Hispanic farm workers. The other issue he was particularly concerned with was closing down the border because he understood that these waves of illegal immigrants coming over were were dampening the leverage that he had to bargain for legal farm workers in this country, and it was making their union organizing very, very difficult. 
and and the people who are coming over here are have no legal status so they're taken advantage of by predatory and unscrupulous employers it doesn't do good for anybody and uh, and we need to shut it down robert kennedy jr talking with uh, cara castronova of the gateway pundit and you know mm-hmm. i was thinking 25 years years ago the Democratic Party would would have been falling all over itself to get Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the campaign trail as one of theirs. But now, because it has gone so far to the left, so very far to the way beyond liberal, way beyond liberal, it's communist, it's socialist. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is looked upon as being mainstream, middle of the road, even though he's very uh, progressive in some of his issues. But for the most part, uh, if he were a president, even though I wouldn't like all of his policies, I'm sure there are some of his policies that we could live with. Whereas with Joe Biden, there hasn't been one damn thing this this guy has done. Not a damn thing that I think has been for the good of the country. He has done everything wrong. If there's a decision to be made, right, uh, moving out of Afghanistan the right way versus the wrong way, you can be sure that this guy is going to get the wrong way. He, You know, Maui, should we get the, the stuff to Maui as fast as possible? Nah, I'm on vacation. I have no comment. You know, so for a week... Ten days, the people in Maui are suffering while this guy is dithering, is doing nothing. Everything he does, the border, which makes sense. to You protect the border. A country without borders is not a country. Exactly. This, this guy is uh, this guy is just unbelievable. He hasn't put Robert F. Kennedy Jr. should be welcomed in the Democratic Party. And he's actually being blocked out by the party and the press. So he has to go to alternate sources like the Gateway Pundit, which is basically a conservative website, a good website, a good news website. It, well, right. I, I think an honest website. But um, well, you know, there's there's not a lot of uh, there's a, there's good Republican or conservative websites and and networks out there, but uh, the left does all they can to throttle it. I noticed, you know, where I'm staying up in New Hampshire right now, and supposedly a conservative state, which I would challenge on that. But, you know, I turn on the TV and, uh, you know, you don't have really Newsmax. And you don't have, they they don't have Fox because they consider Fox conservative, although Fox has gone woke. So your choice is CNN. Well, you know, I used uh, to I used to go to school in New Hampshire. And I can tell you, as a matter of fact, back in the 60s, it was a red state. It was a Republican state. But what's happened is it's uh, become the bedroom to Boston. Yeah, And all the liberals, is. the liberals have moved north. You know, you can be in Boston from New Hampshire and you can be down there in like uh, 45 minutes. Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's, it's very, it's very, well, it depends where you are in New Hampshire to get down to Boston. But yeah, it's, it's very liberal here. Yeah, and it's um, you know, Bill, it's you not what I expected. Go into an airport, right? Yeah. The, you all you see is CNN on the yeah. TV set. CNN has a. Yeah, you an, know, it's amazing though because their ratings suck. They do. You know, yet they're everywhere. <laughs> they you do. Know, and it's like 
you know, it's 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 like uh, I I don't even have an analogy to, you know, it maybe take the most unpopular color in the world that everybody hates. And yeah. that's the color of everything, you know. Well, we're gonna paint it uh, chartreuse. Yeah. yeah, chartreuse. That's a good color. Everybody likes chartreuse. But you know, and besides, it, but think it, think about this, Bill. The logic in the world, right? CNN is tanking. T C MSNBC is tanking, right? They they these these places these uh, networks are they're not attractive to viewers. I mean, they have a following, but the they're, they're the uninformed, uneducated. Uh, uh, losers. I should. I'm sorry. You know, you can't. You can't be a fan of those two networks and think that they're giving you an honest, uh, an honest evaluation of what's happening in the world, and and be a very intelligent person. At the very least, you should be looking around to get a balance. I mean, people on the right, for the most part, know what the people on the left are looking at. That means because they mm. they see it. You know, it's out there. People on the on the left, they just ignore. They ignore the right. It's like they're they're just Trump bad, MAGA bad, um, and that's it. And they walk away dragging their knuckles. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that's it. Um, I don't know, Bill. I think that we are. I think Tucker's right. I don't think we're going to make twenty twenty four. I think we're headed for a conflict, and I think it will be between Russia and China against us. He said, "Well, if that happens, you know, you know, all bets are off because." If there's a war, it's not going to be a manpower war. It's just not. There will be air power. There will be naval power. And, and they're coming uh, here, Bill. They're coming yeah. here. One of the first things they'll do is say, enough of these wars being on our doorstep. We're going to bring oh, yeah. the war to the United States. Look, at we have no border right now. We don't even know whether there are battalions of these people in our country right now. There have been rumors that Chinese battalions have come across the border. I heard yesterday another wave of Chinese immigrants are coming into our border. They yeah. they already know this, and it's it's like they booked they booked the time. A well, wave. You know, we've always been afraid of you know. Be, I mean, the the biggest militaries in the world is China, and in ours, and you sit there, and you know the fact is they could march. You know, if you look at the globe, and you look, they could march right over the top down through Canada and right into our back porch, and that's you know what we're afraid of but if they're they've already got battalions here you know that's hey, it's going to be bad. the war is going to be fought here we've never fought a war in our homeland and you know take a lot of pictures of things that you like take pictures of monuments and everything in buildings because they may not be here in two years and there'll be history that you can show generations down this was the land of freedom. This was what we screwed up and gave away. Well, la no. the last time we fought a foreign country in, on our soil was 1814, right? 1812, yeah. Battle of 18, War of 1812. Uh, the British, they burned the White House. They, yeah. they burned the White House. The only thing that was left was the shell of the White House. Well, and I can guarantee this. Uh, the next time the White House gets destroyed, it will be obliterated because the things that will be flying through the air may be jets, but they, they carry missiles and nukes. Uh, but they can fly the nukes from across the land, over the sea, and into our fair country. And we might have, you know, brought the, we, we might have given or brought the world to the nuclear age, but it doesn't mean that we control it. About five years ago, four or five years ago, 
the White House cordoned off a section of their pro- the property and put curtains around it, and they literally supposedly built a very sophisticated bomb shelter right in, on the grounds, underneath the grounds uh, where the White House is. Right now, if you look at it, it's all lawn again, and you couldn't tell anything was done. But they did this about five years ago, and they put these huge curtains up so you couldn't see what they were doing. And they wouldn't answer any questions. So you know that they're protected, even if a bomb is coming. There's nowhere that they have to run to. They probably go down into their shelters underneath the White House, which is probably seven stories below uh, below grade, and they'll be protected. Well, we have to struggle up here with, with what's going on, with what they have caused. It, it, it's, well, it's, you know, it's frightening. We, we, we have movies about the zombie apocalypse. We could be living in it. And they'll be afraid to come out and see what we we become. Although you know, I gotta believe that uh, in this world of uh, the atomic world, there's probably ways that they can, you know, uh, inoculate themselves from certain things to where they can spend a certain amount of time uh, in a radioactive world because that's what it's going to be. You know what they did yesterday? They they asked the government. The government asked for, I think it was six billion dollars for uh, dr- drone fighter, uh, phone, like like drone jets, not, not right. so that they could literally fly these jets without using pilots. And um, they've already got small things. You know, you've seen them. Uh, they've got, uh, we were talking yesterday about the drones that go, uh, the police are using in New York to look in the backyards on Labor Day to make sure people aren't doing bad things in their backyard, Right. Which is yeah. an invasion. Which is an invasion of privacy. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. But hey, they're the police, and it is that lunatic city of New York. So, enough said. I mean, it used to be. Are, a, they're the guys that say that it's uh, car theft is uh, the fault of the people that made the cars that they made them to where they could be stolen. Well, hear what they said yesterday about cars. They, they're saying uh, they're going to not give loans to people who want to buy fossil fuel cars. Yeah, so what are we going to do? Well, they're, they're saying that, and uh, I guess over in Yellowstone, they're saying whatever, you know, the caldera there is, uh, they believe, is one of the biggest finds of lithium. Oh, <laughs> yes, but they, they'll never dig it up well. These people are. That, that, no, yeah, that's that's not going to work no, too well. No. You know, um, <laughs> it, it, is, it is truly amazing, though, the the upside down world we're living in right now, where wrong is right and right is, right is wrong, where the obvious is the well less obvious, what? if you know what I mean. Well, you know they say the election wasn't stolen, all right, and and everybody's going, how did this idiot get in the White House? Well, you voted for him. If it wasn't stolen and it's an idiot in the White House, you did it. Yeah, but, you know, it. the funny thing about that is I was just watching today a videotape of um, the inauguration of Joseph Robinette Biden. And I remember this because I was paying attention back then. A lot of people weren't that they did a wide shot and they did a report from a building that had to be, I don't know, 10 blocks away from the Capitol. They wouldn't let the press get much closer. They had to use long lenses yeah. and. They, the reporter said, I don't understand this, folks. There are about 150 people on the lawn here, 
150 people at the inauguration. Uh, but yet when they show it on television, when you see it on television, it was a cloudy, cloudy day in, in real time. But when you see it on television, you see sunshine and they show long shots with uh, loads of people in attendance. And it's almost like it was what you were watching was pre-produced. Do you know? Right. And that what was really happening wasn't what you were seeing. It, it, if that makes any sense at all. I think what I'm, I'm trying to say folks is that it was a sham. It's a, it, it's been one constant lie that we've been living. One constant lie. This is sad. You know, we, we are, we weren't founded on this and a lot of, Brave and courageous young men gave everything that they had so that we would have a free and honest country. Yet somewhere along the way, the creeps have burrowed into government. And I'm not well, talking about the ones you know about. It's the ones you don't know about, the deep state. Well, we have a free and honest deal. They honestly, freely stole it. Well, no, I don't. I, I just think that doesn't work for me. It, it, they stole it, and it wasn't honest, and it wasn't yeah, well, free. They stole it. Period. Uh, so what I, you're I, saying is Joe lost, and he knows it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and but you know, he, he, the question is, does he care? He no, still he does. He still gets the limo. He still gets to sit in the Oval Office. He still flies around on Marine One and Air Force One. He still gets the recognition. He gets the. People tipping their hat to him, Mr. President. He still stumbles along, well, he and, and he's happy. If, you know, he, if he got it at gunpoint, he would have been happy. He is going to go down like like uh, I woke up this morning and I, you know, saw the the you know the the thing about Jimmy Carter and all the greatness and all this, you know, which I think was a an accidental. I think it was an accidental pre-release. Uh, I think that they're counting on him or somebody tripping over the plug or something uh, as him a diversion, which if if I'm right about that, that means something major, something big is going to go on, you know, this weekend Well, it, or it, next it, week. Uh, I'm looking here. Uh, I was trying to think about the most um, corrupt president so far in history. Uh, and I think it was the president who was alive during the Teapot Dome scandal. And I want to say it was Harding. Please, Yeah, it was Warren mm -hmm. G. Harding who was the president. And for years, he has been considered the most corrupt president in our history because right. he was using influence and uh, he was corrupt. Okay. Right. Um. I think that he's, wherever he is right now, he's smiling. He's smiling because I think that he's been surpassed by Joseph Robinette Biden. Someday, yeah. if, if we live in an honest world, someday you're going to find out the truth. When we already see it, but I think, whoops, excuse me, my headphone slipped. Uh, we already see it. We see what they've uncovered with the, the money that he's laundered, the money that he's uh, gotten for doing these uh, favors for China and for the Ukraine uh, and for Russia. A and he's made, we first thought it was a million or two. Then we thought it was like five or 10. Now they're saying it may be in the hundreds of millions of dollars that this guy has made. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, he was the number two guy 
in that administration. Right. Did it really stop with Joe Biden or or was Obama over involved in this? Was Obama letting him be the bagman? Was Obama the guy who had Joe do all the corrupt stuff so he could keep his hands clean? Uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, folks. Good. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a good point. I think you're right. Anyway, um, we uh, this is an update program, and we can we can make this a little shorter because it's a weekend. Uh, but what right. we we should point out that as it stands right now, we're going to do something that is unusual. We're going to take uh, Labor Day off. We're going to we're going to just uh, chill for a bit, maybe get a couple of days in a row where we don't have to get up early to do this. And uh, we say that, but we've also said that. Should there be a major crisis in the news, should something happen uh, that we haven't planned on, uh, then we probably will do a show on Monday in that case. Am I right? Right. Yeah, yeah we would do that. And, you know, the, the point is, if we're capable, if, if something really, really, really bad happened, uh, yeah, we, we could go live, too, if we if we had to, right. because then it's... It's of uh, the most importance to do that. So you always got to look around and see if something's going on. At least, you know, uh, give us a look-see to see if, uh, I mean, hey, you know, I, I I can't foretell the future. I can't tell you what will and won't happen, but I'm just saying things don't look good now. You heard Tucker, he thinks there's a war looming. We've been saying that for a while, that the, there's nothing good out there. You got the IRS. They've got machine guns. Machine guns. And there's 87,000 of them. How much is 87,000? Some countries don't have armies that big. And I used to so, wonder why Tucker moved to Maine. He moved up to the very rural section of Maine, from what I understand. And I yeah. thought, why would a guy who's lived around Washington and who has got a home there, and uh, why all of a sudden would he move his complex, his studio and everything up to Maine? And I do think that it's probably because he figures it's a uh, an area that will probably be affected the least by uh, the the aftermath of of a war, you know. Well, you've got you've got uh, Maine and New Hampshire, and basically you get up into uh, the White Mountains there. Uh, you've got virtually all the weather patterns, uh, you know, uh, the the Canadian, you know, the, the all the different pressures and the wind, the way the wind circulates, they all blow through there. So it's kind of like a it could. Well, you you make it sound like it's a bad place for him to be. Well, because... I don't know that it's a bad place, or maybe to where it it would deflect a lot of stuff and just blow it away. You know, just well, kind of. I, God knows. I would have thought that he probably thought about it before he moved there. I know he likes to fish. There's some great fishing in Maine. Well, that would be the other yeah. reason. Is you know, there's there's things to do if he likes to fish there's good fishing if he likes to ski obviously you go up in new hampshire into the mountains some great slopes there and uh, but you know when, when you think you want to be tucker think about this a russian came out yesterday and said that he signed his own death warrant tucker signed his own death warrant by making a statement about about uh, the russian position i believe in the ukraine i can't give you the exact the exact reason why, but he did say that uh, Tucker has signed his own death warrant. This is a former Russian official who was being interviewed on Russian television, RT, the RT network. 
Um, what does that mean that he signed his own? Death I don't. I, I do not. I, I have to look into that to, over the weekend. But uh, he was making a comment. Apparently, he wanted to interview Putin, and I guess they didn't want to. Maybe it's because of his stance. Maybe he, maybe this, um, maybe this Russian who was being interviewed was somebody who was pro-Ukraine and didn't like the fact that Ru- uh, that 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 Tucker was kind of pro-Russia mm-hmm. in his stance. So I mean. I'm not exactly sure, but he did say that. Uh, Tucker has signed his own death warrant for it. Uh, so it, it's not always some, an enviable position uh, to be to wish to be uh, somebody famous and popular because there's always some moron out there who wants to bring you down physically yeah. and, uh, you know, and in, in the business world, too. Anyway, yep. I, I think uh, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, if you have anything more to add, you... Uh... No, I, I I do believe that we're going to see a lot of news going down here in the next couple of days because uh, it, it is the way traditionally it always happens. What it's going to be, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe we have a nice, enjoyable weekend. I hope you do. I hope everybody has a great Labor Day weekend. But uh, I guess it's time to... Wake up the neighbors. Uh, well, hang on a second. Just a reminder, you want to contact us, 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. And there's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at itsanotherday.com. Okay, Bill, it's time to let loose. Okay, let loose. There's no orchestra in here, so it's just me, right? Last I Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. Johnny Reese is a major league pitcher who always had a talent for striking people out. Teams fell over themselves trying to recruit the young man with the menacing fastball. But baseball isn't his only talent. He's also a major league hitman, a contract killer who likes his work. Reese does more than strike opponents out. He eliminates them altogether. Retired New York City detective Jack Kane has come to Pittsburgh to find a killer and squeeze play by Jim Harrington is the story about what happens when these two alpha males meet and go head to head. It's a great weekend read. Squeeze play from Dover and Blackstone Media LLC. It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com and many other great online book sites or Visit itsanotherday.com and click on our link at the top of the page. When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Squeeze Play is a grand slam.